Welcome to Spirit Reflections. This is Fred, and this is part of our 81-episode exploration of the book Tao of Leadership by John Hyder, a modern adaptation of the ancient Chinese text Tao Te Ching, written by Lao Tzu 500 years BC. This is chapter 58. We're going to read, do a short comment on it, and follow by a brief meditation to help get your day off to a great start. And I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about these ideas, these teachings, these comments? Drop a comment below. And if you'd like to buy the book, the link to the Amazon page is available also in the descriptions. And if you haven't yet, please like and subscribe to Spirit Reflections. It helps us a lot here. So chapter 58 is entitled Unfolding Process. And it goes like this. Group process evolves naturally. It is self-regulating. Do not interfere. It will work itself out. Efforts to control process usually fail. Either they block process or make it chaotic. Learn to trust what is happening. If there is silence, let it grow. Something will emerge. If there is a storm, let it rage. It will resolve into calm. Is the group discontented? You can't make it happy. Even if you could, your efforts might well deprive the group of a very creative struggle. The wise leader knows how to facilitate the unfolding group process because the leader is also a process. The group's process and the leader's process unfold in the same way, according to the same principle. The leader knows how to have a profound influence without making things happen. For example, facilitating what is happening is more potent than pushing for what you wish were happening. Demonstrating or modeling behaviors is more potent than imposing morality. Unbiased positions are stronger than prejudice. Radiance encourages people. Outshining everyone else inhibits them. One thing that struck here is the process part that is regulated by the same principle, how things happen in the universe. Every single thing in the universe unfolds, goes through a process that is ruled by the same underlying principle. And in our journey of becoming more conscious, more aware beings, we begin to get closer to understanding, to feeling how things happen. And the way to get there is to start by becoming aware of what is happening in the present moment training our mind to stay present in the moment. So the, the leader, by demonstrating, by being present, can actually teach much more than push, impose, or dictate rules and conditions onto the group, which then actually blocks the group process. And regarding conflicts, this is actually a part that is very creative, as it says here. If if the group is unhappy, discontented, something is emerging that is going to be a conflict, that's going to be very creative and help the group unfold in its 
process. And as a leader, to trust that and truly let that flow, let all of it emerge so that in a peaceful, unbiased and detached way, the leader can help facilitate the resolution of that conflict. Everyone grows from this. And since the process regulates itself, when we become aware of that, we are able to then take a step back and truly trust that the process unfolds according to universal laws. And as an observer, I am merely there to provide the presence of my conscience so that that process can also unfold within me in the most harmonious, natural way. Whatever it is, the outcome, wherever it is, it's headed. That doesn't matter. What matters is the presence of being there for ourselves and for the groups that we are a part of, whether we're leading them or we are just participants in them. And lastly, he says here, radiance encourages people, outshining everyone else inhibits them. The radiance is that simply being present, grounded, allowing the joy of my light to flow through me versus outshining everyone else, which comes from our insecurity and fears and wishing to belong. And I make an effort to show what I have, to demonstrate that I'm, I'm capable, to speak too much about something, to show that I know. These all come from fears and insecurities of not trusting the process that unfolds within me and around me and in everyone else exactly the same. I don't need to make these efforts to belong. I already belong by being alive. So these are some ideas of chapter 58. I invite you to close your eyes if you'd like so we can go on a short meditation here. I'm going to put some music. I invite you to, if you wish, stretch your body, move it around a little bit. See if you can detect any areas where there are tents that are tight and through your breathing, let it all go. And let's center around our breathing. Pay attention, gentle, calm attention to the rhythm of our breath. I you to visualize a fountain in front of you, one of those beautiful fountains where the water is dancing in the air and falling down onto the pool around the fountain. Notice how constant how peaceful the water flows in that cycle. As it appears on top of the jets, comes out from the hoses and cascades all the way down back to the pool of water at the bottom. 
and it starts again. That flow happens within us, the process, the unfolding of our light, the unfolding of our creativity, the unfolding of our conscious presence. So let's gift ourselves this moment to allow the flow of life, just like this water fountain, to flow through every cell of our body as we gently guide it through our breathing. like the fountain doesn't make an effort to outshine it just goes through its natural cycle we do this ourselves allowing the principle that unfolds everything in the universe to also unfold within us at the beauty, at the calm joy that we feel. That we belong. So with that, take another couple of breaths in silence. that calm presence. I wish you a great rest of your day.